KMTT, Kimitzion Torah. You're listening to the Arab Shabbat program, Arab Shabbat Kodesh, Parashat Nitzavim Ba'elech, Kaf Bet Elul, Tafshin Samachet. The Arab Shabbat program is Lilui Nishmat Shlomo Yosef Ben Chaim Shmuel, and I'm your host, Jonathan Snowbell. It's remarkable when things come together. And this is not one of those things that come together accidentally or once in a while, but every year. I'm talking about Parshat Shavua and the time of the year. We are now just a week before Rosh Hashanah. A time that we contemplate and we begin the process of tshuva, hopefully a process that we began in Rosh Chodesh Elul. And we discussed last week the Ma'amar of Chazal, the, the discussion of why Parshat Ki Tavo has to always happen, always takes place before Rosh Hashanah. And Chazal say, Tichla Shana May the old year go out with the, the, its curses, and may a new year begin with its blessings. But perhaps the the more important part that has to happen before Shoshana is Parshat Nitzavim, because Parshat Nitzavim happens before Shoshana every year also. Parshat Vayelch doesn't necessarily, but Parshat Nitzavim always does. And Parshat Nitzavim, the part of Parshat Nitzavim that begins in Perak Lamed, the 30th Perak of Sefer Devarim, is, can be described no more no less as Parshat HaTshuva. And Parshat HaTshuva is a beautiful description of the Tshuva of Am Yisrael, the point where they realize that all the good things, all the bad things that happen to them are a result of their relationship with God, and they return to God, and as a result of their tshuva, and this is more on a national level, God returns them to their land, and brings them all the good things that all the brachot that are described in Parshat Kitavo and brings all the bad things that are in Parshat Kitavo on their enemies. When he sums up the Parsha, Moshe says, I'm giving you in front of you today Life and good, death and bad. In other words, what Moshe Rabbeinu says is that there are choices. There are choices for us to face in life. And our choices are what determine our fate. It is interesting that 
And this is something that shortly we'll discuss. The Ramam, the Ramam in the fifth parak of Hilchot Shuvah, discuss it discusses at great length this idea of free choice and its importance as a Jewish principle. And at the same time, God's knowledge of future events. And and the Torah here, in fact, makes us come uh, come in contact with this as well. The Torah very, very clearly gives us this uh, clear picture that we have a free choice, right? The, the choice is in our hands. And, and at the same time, the Torah is describing on a historical level that yes, you are going to sin. And Moshe says at the end of Parshat Vayelach, I'm telling you that after my death you're going to go off the path God is telling us they're gonna they're gonna worship idols. I'm gonna be angered, I'm gonna abandon them. Yes. With all the free choice, God's knowledge concrete knowledge of future events. And perhaps aided by a knowledge of human nature what has to take place within a human, within a nation cycle, that they're going to sin. And, and the, the, and the human being of Am Yisrael, that is part of, that is, describes Am Yisrael, is going to decide to make bad choices at times. At the same time, at the same time, with the same inevitability that the sin will come and the punishments will come, the Torah promises us that we will do tshuva as well. Promises us, or tells us, that this is what's going to happen. That the human being inside of Am Yisrael is going to come to the realization where everything comes from, and that we have to do tshuva. And we will do tshuva, and we'll come back to God, and God will return us to our land. This is the what the Ramam calls Nilchot Tshuva. Davar ikar gadolhu v'hu amud haTorah This principle of free freedom of choice is a major principle, and it's a pillar of the Torah and the commandments. That we have free choice. It's something that when we talk about on a surface level, on a theoretical level, it seems very apparent to us, very true, and very obvious, and we don't understand why exactly the Torah has to go out of its way to, to tell us this in great detail, and the Ramam has to tell us this in great detail. 
and perhaps in, in historically different times there were belief systems that we are fated to do whatever we do and uh, a system that is a very convenient system of belief because it removes our personal responsibility from anything and the Taurus speaks out against this type of system but today we believe in personal responsibility and personal choice and therefore it's obvious to us that we have free freedom of choice And nonetheless, I believe easier said than done. I believe that many of us, on a personal level, believe that we are very limited in our abilities. And we don't stress the freedom that we have enough. We all lead lives. We all, well, let's not talk we all. Many of us face different levels of difficulty in life, different challenges. Many of these challenges we deal with properly, with with our head held high, looking forward, dealing with the challenges, dealing with the problems, and moving forward. Many of us, however, have difficulty dealing with the challenge. They will, they can push us into a state of inability to to deal with things, a state perhaps of depression, a state that pushes us into question our abilities to even deal with the situation. And before even discussing how we meet the challenge on a practical level, what do we do? A, B, C. Before making a plan that we have a choice to do, we have a choice as to how we deal with the situation. What is our outlook? on life. And perhaps this choice is, a, is the most crucial choice. Before we choose what to do, which that perhaps we see as the practical ramification of freedom of choice, we have freedom of choice to choose our outlook on life. Now, there are optimistic people they're more optimistic people and they're more pessimistic people. And I think within a range there are tendencies here for people to be more optimistic and less optimistic. And I, how much that has to do with human nature and how much that has to do with life experience, it's a good question. And putting aside chemical imbalances and places that only medicine can deal with, within the range of normal human behavior, we have a choice, and this is our first choice, and arguably the most crucial choice is to choose our outlook on life. When the 
challenges pile upon each other, when things are getting difficult, we can choose to have an optimistic outlook. We can choose to have, when I say optimistic, let's make it into a more practical statement. We can choose to have an outlook that believes that solutions will work out. And we can choose to have a difficult outlook that doesn't believe that there's a solution. There's not a way to deal with the challenges. Now, I don't know that there always is a way to deal with every single challenge. And it's always easiest to take examples from most extreme situations in human history when we talk about on a national level something like the Holocaust and on a personal level someone with a terminal disease sometimes what's going to happen is going to happen how much was it important for someone to have a positive outlook and believe that the challenges will be solved when the end is near and inevitable not talking about that situation I'm talking about our day-to-day lives in which our challenges are there. They can be dealt with. Not a situation where some external force is forcing a situation onto us that we have no control over. Like an illness. Like what I described in the Holocaust. And even within those situations, we have choices, but I'm not talking about those choices right now because I'm dealing with the everyday human being and everyday life situations, not those extreme challenges. I don't want to tell people in those extreme situations what they can do and what they should do and what they should think. But I'm going to share what we are all going through together that we have a choice of choosing an outlook. We have a choice of choosing an outlook, and the choice of an outlook often will determine whether we are going to make good choices on a practical level. Because if we believe that we have the ability to meet the challenges, and we believe that there are solutions to the challenges that are facing us, and we will all, it'll also be easier for us to construct a plan of action to make the right decisions to solve that. But if we choose to have a pessimistic view, to have a negative outlook, to see the problems as predominant, and almost be of the belief, and I stress again, choose to be of the belief that the challenges cannot be met, then we are choosing a path that will not be able to find solutions. And this is a choice, and this we must be made aware of. That our first choice in life is not only, is not what practical actions to take, our first choice in life is what outlook to take. An outlook that can accommodate solutions, and in plans of action, or an outlook 
that sees a dead end sees no way out. Because this is our first decision that we make in life. And as I said, perhaps the most crucial one. Because if we can't have a plan of action, we can't make the right decisions. This is a hard decision to make. Because we sometimes feel trapped in life. And we have to understand... Again, talking about most of the situations in modern society that we have choices in life and we have the ability to move forward, to make decisions, to change the reality that we live in. To what extent? It's a good question. Some people will tell you you can change your reality completely. If you want to be a millionaire, you can decide to be a millionaire. Perhaps. But those challenges that are facing us in our everyday life that we see in front of us that are going to come up in the next days, in the next weeks, in the next months, we have a choice to decide do we think that we are able to deal with these challenges or do we think that we are incapable of dealing with these challenges. And if we decide that we think that we are capable of dealing with the challenges, we will then also come up with a plan of action on how to deal with these challenges. And sometimes it's about sitting down, taking a day off, and writing a list. How do I do this? What are my challenges? And what practical steps do I have to take in order to deal with the challenges? Or do we, do we decide, and this is a decision, that there are too many challenges, they're all sitting on my plate, there is no way of dealing with it, there's no practical answer, pulling ourselves into a shell of inaction and not being able to deal with the situation and not being able to make get to the stage of making the decisions on our actions because of believing that we, we are unable, we are incapable of solving the situation. I believe this is our greatest choice in life. It is a choice that will color our lives, throughout our lives, whether we are looking through rose-colored glasses, even when we face challenges, or we are looking through dark glasses, this is our first and foremost choice, perhaps our most crucial choice. Because when we believe that we have the ability to solve problems and meet challenges, then we can make those decisions that will meet the challenges and solve the problems. And when we believe that we are in a dead-end street and there's no way out and we will not be able to make the decisions to get to move forward. And even as I say the words it feels like easier said than done and that's why the Rambam needs to say this is the freedom of choice that we have is a major principle and a pillar of the Torah and the mitzvot. Because it is easier said than done. And sometimes, even if on a philosophical level we can believe in free choice, and each and every human being has free choice, 
on an experiential level, some of us have experienced a feeling of, I don't know what to do, I don't know how to get out of here, I'm stuck in this situation, and feeling that they're not able to get themselves out. And we have to come and tell those people, you can change your situation, you have a choice to decide that your situation can be dealt with, not necessarily a solution, but it can be dealt with, and then you can decide after you've decided that you can deal with your situation, how to deal with your situation. And on this note, we'll just sum up and say, Take everybody in hand who's facing challenges, hold them in their hand, give them a tap on their shoulder and say, pat on the shoulder, pardon me, and say to them, You can do this. This is close for you to do. This is this is just 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 at your fingertips. You can do this. You can come to terms with your situation. You can make the right decisions. There is a way out. This is not a dead end street. Look around you. You can deal with your situation. You are capable. This is your free choice that God has given you. You have the ability to deal with your situation. Realize that you have the ability to deal with the situation and then Find a practical way out. Shabbat Shalom.